Well, among the factors that the struggling retail sector is dealing with so many things, online, lots of competition, uh, and let's not forget uh, potentially the role of artificial intelligence and robots, but maybe that's a good thing. Uh, let's talk about uh, what's going on in that space. Uh, our next guest works with a who's who of retailers, Walmart, Sears, QVC, Best Buy, also with retail channels via Amazon, Google, uh, Pinterest, and more. He says artificial intelligence and robots are the future of retail. Frank Poor is CEO at Commerce Hub, based in Albany, New York, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio. What exactly? Well, first of all, welcome. Welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> nice to have you here. What do you guys do? So we're in the business of helping uh, retailers uh, expand their revenue and grow their business by um, adding virtual inventory to uh, create a larger assortment for their customers. So, what does that mean? Well, retailers are constrained by, you know, capital outlays in their physical stores, and, and they can only put so many products in a physical store because of shelf space. Um, online, there's there's really no limit. There's an endless aisle. And so retailers have an opportunity to carry a lot greater assortment of products to have what customers are looking for online through a virtual environment. What we do is we enable that we connect these retailers, uh, integrate them to uh, about 11,000 different suppliers who ship products directly to the customer on their behalf. So whatever inventory is sitting in that supplier's warehouse can be made virtually available through that retailer. That means a retailer doesn't have to have their own warehouses where goods are just sitting. Correct. I mean, where they probably... Or do they? Well, they will have their own warehouses probably for the goods that they actually stock. Uh, but for the expanded assortment, I mean, you know, maybe a large retail store can carry 50,000, 60,000 individual SKUs. Uh, contrast that with someone like Amazon who has 350 million products available online. So that gives the retailers the ability to carry a lot greater assortment so you can customers can find what they're looking for when they go there and they don't have to go somewhere else. So in other words, it might not be in the stores. That's correct. It's probably not going to be in the stores. The stores are going to carry a limited assortment. They can only uh, carry so much uh, shelf space or there's only so much shelf space. How does this make a difference? How does it make a difference? Well, it uh, allows these retailers to uh, adapt to a digital environment. So, as I said, in the store, you were limited by shelf space. The old buyer, uh, the buyer of yesteryear, used to go out and pick which piece, you know, we call them, you know, uh, the, the touchers of the cloth. You know, they had to figure out which particular shirt they were going to carry this fall season Kick in the, the store. Kick the tires a little bit Kick in the retail. tires, and they, they had to choose out of thousands of shirts which four they were going to carry on their shelves. With the Internet and online, they can carry thousands of, uh, you know, uh, shirts and be able to make them personally available to different uh, customers as they come in. So how does it then enable a retailer to distinguish itself? If they can, if Walmart can carry all the, th and JCPenney can kind of carry so many different things. I mean, I understand you have different clientele and you play to that clientele, but is it, you know, is that what we end up with, retailers who are carrying all the same stuff? Well, certain retailers are going to be mass merchants, just like always, but then there's going to be specialty retailers that go super deep into particular categories. But by and large, the, the Internet and e-commerce is making it possible for retailers to carry a very, very wide swath of products. And, you know, with art, you talk about artificial intelligence. As I said, the, the older buyer or the buyer of yesteryear in a traditional retailer was going out and picking products. It's going to be much more algorithmic. There's going to be taking signals from places like Google for what people are searching for. There's going to be price comparisons. Tell me, be tell me, Frank, since you work with retailers and you work with the channels, the retail channels, I mean, where does it go? And, and where does it go beyond versus me? I searched a couple of days ago or a week ago on something. And all of a sudden, as I <laughs> sign in online, the ads continue to bombard me, which is kind of annoying, to be quite honest with you. How does it change to a much more sophisticated kind of algorithm in terms of helping out retail? Well, you're starting to see the things that happen with Amazon and Alexa and online ordering. Google's now doing it with Walmart. 
uh, but they start to predict your patterns or certain types of consumable products that are going to just come to your door because you like, order hey, Carol, them every you're three weeks. Of, you know, your dog's got to be getting hungry. It's time to order dog food. Absolutely. They're going to know how often your dog eats and the stuff will just show up and maybe even new stuff that you can try out for your dog that you can free return if you don't want it, right? Right. Um, there's going to be ways to continue to promote and use big data to understand what it is you're looking for, when you want it, and they're going to figure out the fastest way to get it to you. How do you reconcile this whole idea of people are just tired of having so much stuff? Right. And pushing back. We keep having retail expert after retail expert saying, nope, it's about experiences. People care about that or a really unique item. And that's when they'll spend money versus an ease in terms of buying anything and everything from the retail world. How do you reconcile kind of that pushback? Like, I've got too much stuff. I don't need it. I want to spend on traveling versus retailers are making it easier and easier and easier to buy a lot of stuff we don't really need. Well, I mean, you know, I think uh, I'm not a I'm not going to, you know, get into the consumer psychology, but overall, I mean, I but think But do you understand where I'm going? I do. I mean, uh, but it's not like, I mean, you could go into this the old days you could go into the mall and, you know, probably there was somebody asking the same question, wow, with all this selection in the mall, isn't there going to be too much stuff? I mean, yeah. um, we're always Well, gonna, there is too much stuff. We're over mall. We probably are over mall. <laughs> but we probably are buying a little too much. Credit cards are at a high, but right. but generally speaking, I think people are going to continue to consume and the shift is going from traditional brick and mortar retail and it's clearly going online the selection you know how many times have you gone to a store or multiple stores looking for a piece of clothing you go in you find maybe the style you want but not the color or the size so you leave and you go home and you order it online because you can get everything you're looking for and I mean I think that's probably the biggest issue with brick and mortar retailers is that consumer psychology and expectations have changed to expect that we can find anything and get it when we want it you know it's interesting I feel like a simple fix is one retailer that I like to go to and when and I can't find something, they're like, well, wait, let me look it up for you. And, and maybe we've got it online. And we'll ship it to you, no cost. And they Absolutely. make it so easy. And I'm inclined to still go to their store because I know, well, if it isn't there, they'll find it for me. And if, and if they have to send me multiple sizes, they'll do it. Absolutely. And this goes into the whole extended assortment, right? There's yeah. going to be certain th limitations to what they can actually carry in a physical store. But there's no end to what they could carry outside. Um, what kind of impact do you see with, I don't know how specific you can be with some of the folks that you're working with, but give me, you know, our listeners maybe an example of, you know, you go in and you work with X retailer, and then what kind of impact do you see in terms of growing their business? Well, I mean, there's significant expansion when you have assortment uh, expansion that's taking place. So because revenue is tied to assortment expansion, I think Walmart on their last earnings call announced a 60% increase in, in uh, gr gross uh, merchandise sales on and 67 million SKUs. So they've radically expanded their product offering, and there's clearly a tie-out to the growth that they're experiencing online. Um, for some of our, I can't talk specifically, but for some of our very large, large customers right. um, that are doing significant, you know, billions online, you know, as much as 50% of their online business could be going through a dropship environment and through Commerce Hub. And what do you, how do you make money? Is it, is it on the software or on each transaction? So we're, we're a hosted cloud-based model where we connect our retailer one time to our platform and then connect them to the suppliers and the products that they want to carry. Um, and then we get a per-transaction charge for everything that flows through the system. So it works for all of us. The supplier has a way to expose inventory that's in their warehouse. The retailer gets incremental sales and margin, um, and we get a small cut of the transaction. And I just want to point out, your stock's up 46% this year. You've had some tremendous growth rates. Yes, do they continue? 
Um, well, uh, you, I can never predict the future, but well, uh, but you understand your business and your business model, and you know about absolutely. We don't provide <laughs> forward-looking coming... guidance as a public company, but uh, um, you know, I think we're in a good position. You know, e-commerce is shifting from traditional brick and mortar to online. Yeah, retailers today, if you're looking to grow, there's only a few ways you can grow, and one of them is having more products that customers are looking for, and the other one is being able to attract more people to your store. And we provide solutions to help both of those. We got to run. Good conversation. Thank you so much. Frank. Thank you for having me in, Frank Poor. CEO at Commerce Hub, joining us at Bloomberg 1130.